Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to check before I go any further. Can Jeff hear me this week? We're good? Fantastic. All right, we broke the streak. I was afraid we were going to go three for three, but we're good. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us today, whether you're here live. Uh, although, the, although there will be fewer people here, I'm sure. We got a late start uh, today, but live here on YouTube. We're catching us on the RSS feeds. We greatly appreciate it. Patreon.com slash TV, of course, is the place to go if you want to financially support this. Uh, this dumpster fire on wheels. It's the prettiest dumpster fire. I will say that. It looks good in action. Not all dumpsters can say that, but we can. But before we get started, most important question of the week, Mr. Black, how's your week? Um, yeah, it was fun. I went to Vegas and um, went to UFC, uh, which was an awesome, the best card of the year. Um, yeah, that was so, a big card, eh? There was, uh, yeah, was two good. two titles on that, I think. Two title fights? Two title fights, yeah. But not only that, but they the fights were very, very good. Just very so, good? Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was solid nonetheless. Um, got to chill with some friends, lose some money gambling, and went to a couple <laughs> of uh, nice restaurants, got some nice steak dinners, just chilled, and then came home back to reality. Um, of course, you know, had some nightmare fuel with the flights, um, just standard shit that goes on. Every but, time, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> outside of that, didn't really do much leading up. I was I was out there for like four full days, pretty much five. So I was pre- that's been pretty much my week. Back home yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, was it yesterday? Day before. Day before. Yesterday. Yeah, the day before yesterday. So I just streamed yesterday. Streamed a bit today. Got back into the gym, and uh, here we are. This is it. Wonderful. I got a bunch Not of bad. shit I got to do here after this. Well, first we got to cast Starcraft, and then I got a, a bunch of shit I got to get done. So it's gonna. It's a busy day, and it's fucking hot as shit. It is I, so uh, hot today. My my HVAC system is broken. Oh um, no! Oh, it's brutal. Uh, oh so no! There's no AC in the house. All we have oh is like. All we have is our you know AC in the room, uh, but we have somebody coming on Monday to come take a look at it. We're just hoping it's like just a capacitor um issue and not like a you know massive bill but i, I think it's gonna be something small um i hope yikes and uh yeah so we're just sweating sweating my balls off uh, down here <laughs> um, in fact i'm gonna open up my door yeah that's a good idea some of the cold air in- that's a good idea yeah it is hotter than hades uh here today what is it it is 29 or 30 without humidity and with humidity it's a little better than that uh, yeah, it's, it's just sweating it out and, yep. and, and just hot, 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 hot. It oh, was I mean, hot yesterday Vegas, too. Way worse. I mean, I was in Vegas, bro. It was, yeah. it was a high, one day it got to a high of 46. Pass. And on average, on average, every day was 40 degrees on average. Pass. At three o'clock in the morning, it was 33 degrees out. That's so hot. And dude, it's it's like dry, dry heat to the point where all my, all of above my fingernails were all cracked to shit. My lips, like it's, oh, there's it's, no the moisture. Heat is none, none. <laughs> and and when there was a bit of wind, it was just like hot fucking air. Just no smack. relief. You couldn't, you couldn't be outside. Like uh, I, <laughs> you couldn't. People were going to pool parties and shit. I couldn't even be bothered. To oh get, my like, god. Go outside. I'm like I'm inside the AC casinos. Losing money opposed to being outside and literally dying of heat stroke. It's not happening. 
Yeah, the, so, yeah. The, pool, the pools, I doubt the pools were giving people much relief when you start hitting 45 degrees Celsius. It's brutal. You can only so, do yeah. so much. So this is hot out here, but I mean, what I was dealing with out there, it's not even, oh, it's, it's, not on another, it's on another scale. Like being outside is hot, but like I can, even if the wind is, is also warm, it, it's never quite the same as hot inside. The, the, the air inside when it's hot is just so dead and fucking yeah. awful. It's like oppressive. So like, I'd rather be outside sweating my balls off with like a mild breeze. Even if that mild yes. breeze is just the same temperature as the fucking air yep. versus inside just dying in a, in a, in a shoe box. <laughs> basically what it feels like our, 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 uh, HVAC didn't die on us, but we did have it cleaned last week. Um, because it hadn't been cleaned before, uh, with the last owner and it was, huh? Yeah. We have ours uh, getting clean too. Like we're cleaning it all out. We got a guy coming in to fucking fix oh yeah. whatever's going on. It's br- it's brutal. Oh, Not it's down bad. It's so down bad. In the winter, Kayla, um, we were, we were getting like a bad blizzard or something. I don't know where, bless her soul, but I don't know why the fuck she did this, but she ended up, um, <laughs> like shutting off the breaker and, and like, uh, basically taping, uh, like basically a garbage bag over it so that all this shit couldn't get inside. I don't know why she did it, but the moment we turned it back on, it just never came back on. So like throughout the winter, it, everything has been fucked. And now like the AC, like the blade just won't even turn. So I think what happened is, I don't know, I'm not a technician, but I think what happened was, is when she turned it off and then we turned it back on, it like just blew the capacitor or something like short circuited. And, um, a That's lot can happen. I mean, we had we had really cold weather, like a lot of heat pumps this year. The that guy that too. came to clean ours said a lot of people's heat pumps just died this year because in the winter we had that stretch where it was like minus forty, yeah. and it and and like he said, basically if you didn't own a Fujitsu or a Mitsubishi, every other brand just fucking ate shit. Yeah. Uh, they and and they couldn't survive the winter, and so uh, he said there was a lot of problems with that, but. It's so it could be it could have just been the cold in the winter that that did. Well, it I in. hope it's not dead. It's dead right now, but I'm hoping that it's fixable. It's not dead. It's dead. Not like it's not dead. <laughs> dead. Because then uh, then I'd be dead. Dead. <laughs> Fuck. Ours ours got cleaned out, and uh, because it was so full of shit before, and we had been running it because it was so hot. Uh, when I turned it back on, it was fire and ice out of the fucking head. Mm. Uh, because the ice was getting pushed up out of the compressor and out into the fucking room. And so you'd be sitting there and you start hearing like rattling like crazy. And then it would just projectile a fucking piece of ice like halfway across the living room and shit. It's like, God damn, it's fucking shooting. Like I went over to like try to get a towel. I caught ice in the fucking forehead and shit. It was just like spitting it out like crazy. And then it was so much, it was so much moisture buildup and stuff stuck in there after so long. Uh, of running with the with the with the filters and everything being clogged entirely, uh, that it was like leaking water out from the side of the head. Like we've got stain ish on the wall now because the fucking it was just dripping water like crazy. So I spent half the night fighting ice coming out of it like a fucking goddamn ninja while also trying to like wrap towels around it to stop it. I had to run the like my mind you can't force to go into defrost mode. You have to all you can do is it's on an, like an automated system. All you can do is set it to fan mode to try and defrost the um, uh, the unit outside. So I ran on fan for like an entire night. Uh, we died sleeping, but the next day it was good again. Turn it on, and it doesn't do an amazing job. It's very clearly 
on the way out, like it's not dying or dead. Well, it's not. I shouldn't say it's not dying. It's definitely dying. It's just not dead yet. So like you set it, I can set it to to, let's say twenty two degrees, and then I could set it to fifteen degrees, and the air mm. coming out of that thing is the exact same <laughs> temperature. It is yeah. not changing, uh, but it's enough to cool the house down enough so we're not you know you know falling apart. Uh, and we are asking more of it than it was meant to originally. Like, it was not meant to do the whole, like, we knocked down walls and shit. This thing was put in when it's not meant to be fucking cooling the entire upstairs floor. So we are, we are asking an awful lot of this, uh, this bad boy, but so far, so good. And next year, God permitting in my bank account, we'll have, we'll have new heat pumps put in in places to keep this house from being too warm. Other than that, my week has been, uh, just another week, uh, did... Um, uh, played some, uh, it was summertime madness. I got back into the League of Legends for a few days, uh, but I didn't, I played like two games of ranked yesterday or one game of ranked because you can't queue as a support because all of the games are duo bot lane. And so you wait for like 15 minutes to get in as a solo queuing support. You literally can't find a fucking game even when you're bronze. Yeah. So I it takes forever. Mid, I just queue mid and support and then I get one or the other. Typically. Yeah. And so I just didn't even bother. We were playing fives. We had the community come in. We were just playing five normals and having some fun with that. So that wasn't too bad. Uh, had some fun with that and uh, played some more NBA last night. And beyond that, that's kind of been it because the Final Fantasy 16 review got finished and published. And I didn't want to start another review game before we went away. I just didn't really have the time uh, to, to do that consistently. So I've just been playing a little bit of uh, of whatever, and we've got uh, a friend of uh, of Ems is staying with us right now. She got here yesterday, and uh, they've been out and around because she's here for the wedding. Um, you know, they're mutual friends. The wedding that we're going to here uh, at the end of the week, and so they've been out and about doing that stuff and and prepping for wedding things because Em is the the maid of honor. And uh, so it's a bit hectic in here. Two women in the household, cha- chaotic energy. Uh, you know, they haven't seen each other in person in a couple of years. They're like best friends. So, of course, it's just absolute bedlam. Uh, mm. But uh, thankfully, they've gone out in downtown while they've uh, while they've been here. And so I've had some peace and quiet for a time. But de- one washroom in this in this house, because obviously the other one's downstairs, right? In, in the other unit. So I got one bathroom, two women and me. And so the reason why this podcast is a little late, other than the fact that I was at dad's helping him with some renovation work in his bathroom which I owe him after he did this entire fucking house. Uh, uh, I went upstairs to use the washroom right for the podcast, and our guest is in there in the shower. I was like, so you know what I did? I walked to my fucking parents to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I would have have waited. Yeah, if I just had to take a piss, I'd just go out in the woods, just, you know, whatever. But I wasn't about to, you know, pop a squat, scare the neighbors. So anyway, we uh, we got the magic. We got the magic, and now we're here. Let's talk about some video games, Mr. Black. There's not a lot to talk about this week, which is, I guess, convenient because we don't have a lot of time this week. Uh, so I uh, apologize ahead of time for all of you commuters out there that are hoping for a longer podcast. Get fucked. Uh, this week, we just didn't have that much news. Just not, not even when Jeff was gone last week. I was like, oh, maybe we'll accumulate some. Nah, it's summer. Not getting a lot. But what we did get... The FTC's case against Microsoft, so the one that they brought to the courts in the States. Uh, we've been getting lots of news coming through. We covered some of it before Jeff went away. Uh, there wasn't a lot of extra stuff beyond what we talked about in terms of like the, the insider knowledge stuff uh, you know, that was coming out of this as parts of, uh, of discovery in this case. Uh, but what we did discover was that ultimately the judge was like, nah, nah, the FTC doesn't really have a case here. Sorry, guys. And, uh, and threw it out. Said, no, nope, too bad. 
Can't do it. Now, of course, the FTC is appealing that immediately and trying to send it to the Supreme Court. And now it will be up to the Supreme Court as to whether or not they give a fuck uh, and uh, will accept the case or not. But given given how this judge ruled it and and the FTC's case in general, I would suspect if the Supreme Court looked at the case presented by the FTC, they'll probably not even bother taking the fucking case. Because the FTC, every time the judge asked for like literally anything, the FTC would bring a bunch of stuff forward and it wouldn't answer the question at all. Or it would make them, or it would like contradict what they were trying to put forward as, as evidence that this uh, buyout was going to be bad. And so what is the judge going to do? She sat there for fucking days on end or whatever, listening to the FTC fumble fuck their way through their case, provide almost nothing. And then at the end, she basically decided, she was like, you know what, guys, you just sound like you're mimicking everything that came out of Jim Ryan's mouth, the head of, ahead of Sony. You just, you literally just sound like you're mimicking everything. And nothing that I've asked you, you've answered and given any, anything like you, you, they were quoting numbers and she'd say, where did these numbers come from? And they were like, trust me, bro. And so, like, what, do you, what the fuck is the judge going to do? Even if the judge did think, in the back of their mind, maybe this, maybe this buy is bad, right? It's not up to the judge to sit there and just make a unilateral decision in that case. They have to listen to both sides, There's right? There's be evidence. And so, FTC, it's all in the FTC. You brought this, you brought this to the court. You got to fucking prove it. And the FTC fumbled hard. And so... The FTC lost. And, uh, of course, now, immediately, Microsoft went back over to the UK with the CMA to say, Hey, time to talk some more. FTC bowed out. You're basically the last one standing uh, on this hill by yourself. Everyone else is out of the way. And so they now are going to be doing some talks to try and come up with some sort of solution, um, whether that is withholding parts of the of the cloud gaming service from the UK or withholding parts of the, of the Activision Blizzard side um, from the UK. Hard to say, but they are now going to be in talks about that. And then we'll see whether or not the FTC's appeal to the Supreme Court will actually go through. I would be surprised, but you never know. Maybe they will. There's been enough big mergers and acquisitions in the States that people have, you know, in, in hindsight 2020 went, maybe that was a bad idea. That it's possible that the Supreme Court will go, okay, well, like, due diligence, we'll fucking do it anyway. And if that's the case, this could drag out for a fucking disgusting amount of time. So I'm sure Microsoft is fingers crossed on that one uh, that uh, the Supreme Court just doesn't even want to bother at this point. But uh, nevertheless, FTC, I said this, I said this in a tweet. I said it never ceases to amaze me um, how... Because you know, the FTC is a, is a branch of government, you know, for all intents and purposes. It never ceases to amaze me how many times with government officials, they get into these positions and they have zero fucking experience with dealing with this shit. And so they get to a point where they have to actually do something in service because the whole idea of the FTC is to serve the public. They, you know, it's, it's to make sure that competition stays healthy so that consumers don't get completely fucked by a monopolistic or approaching monopolistic situation, right, in, in any of the industries. That's their job. And they get into court and they're literally pulling numbers out of their ass and just, and, and, and just making a fool of themselves uh, in this case. It just never ceases to amaze me. It's, it kind of reminds me of, uh, in, a, in a, a tangential way, um, and I don't know if, uh, if, uh, your better half got a letter for this yet. M, M of course did. And, and, and several other people I know that are, uh, have worked in 
uh, capacities for the the government here, but the the fucking uh, the leak of all that information. The, I'm sure you've heard about it on the news here in Nova Scotia, the, where our government was sending all this information via uh, that FTP service that had a global. Um, uh, they got hacked on like one or two days. Uh, and so uh, lots of, uh, lots of, of places were using this FTP to transfer files from one place to the other. And our government in all of their genius, like the head of our, the head of, what is it called? What is, what is this position called? The head of, um, of, of, oh my God, technology or, 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 or technology, technological security, any, some weird fucking title they came up with. Anyway, this guy had zero qualifications clearly, but our government was, was passing Stuff that included phone numbers, bank account numbers, social insurance numbers, and whatnot, because they were doing payroll-related stuff, sending this information to other parts of the of uh, of, of the the government for for processing via this FTP using plain text files. Plain text, social insurance numbers of government employees. In to the tunes of hundreds of thousands of employees, by the way. We're not talking like five. Hundreds of thousands. Plain text file. Couldn't have downloaded 7-Zip and fucking thrown on like some basic bitch fucking security for that. Just, here's a, here's a, here's a plain text fucking file including all this information. Go nuts. And of course, the, the FTP gets hacked. That information gets taken, and now the government's going, you know, we're doing our best over here by providing five years of anti-fraud behavior, but we also suggest calling your bank, calling your credit card companies, calling you, and like going down through the list. And all I can think of is how the unions haven't come together, because there's a bunch of government unions come together and just sued the everlasting fuck out of the province for doing it. But the shitty part about that is if they do that, even if the people that got fucked by this wanted that to happen... You know who just ultimately pays when you sue the government? We do. Taxpayers. Yep. So you got some so you got some chuckle fuck that like ran some non-technological related shit beforehand. I can't remember his name now. Uh and then he got appointed to this role in this new government. And now he's here going trying to like talk and like make sense, but everything that comes out of his mouth he sounds like an idiot. He doesn't have any idea what he's fucking talking about. And clearly they can't if they're sending plain text files. Of that level of fucking security breach for all this shit. So anyway, it just reminds me of that. It's like it's it's it like if you're in government, it's like you you're there. If you know somebody, they'll just plant you in a new position just to keep you around and give you a paycheck, even though you have zero fucking experience or zero uh, right to be in that position. And it was just an unfortunate fumble uh, with uh, with uh, the FTC in that regard. But, uh, yeah, all the same. Just reminded me of that. All the way, by the way, just because I like to say, um, fuck Tim Houston. Suck my dick. His whole government's fucking garbage. The guy's a fucking knob. Most of our governments here in Nova Scotia are fucking knobs, to be honest. I, think, I don't think this province has had a good leadership in a long fucking time. I don't think this country's had good leadership in a long time. In a long time? time? Yeah, that's also true. Straight ain't, up. Ain't that the fucking truth? Uh, anyway, moving on from uh, that, uh, that part of that, I will say that there was a one more little interesting piece that came out of, uh, out of that FTC deal, and that was that, uh, Microsoft on paper expected, or says that they expected, or expect Sony to launch a $400 PS5 Slim later this year, which of course we haven't heard about yet, so, but you never know. 
and uh, and that they expect a pro in the near future. Um, uh, that's what their expectations were. I'm sure they have to inside like hit you know imagine targets that their competitive competition is hitting. I feel like we probably have heard about a PS5 Slim by now. All the summer reveals and shit are done. So unless they're slipping in some sort of like really last minute, you know, summer release, give people a couple months to prepare to buy this thing in the fall or whatever else, uh, it seems unlikely. Uh, could I see a Slim next year? I would say that's more likely than, than, than the end of this year. And then a Pro is a given. It's just when is the Pro happening? It's, it's just they're stretching the life cycle of these consoles out. Just like last time. So a pro yeah. will happen. It's just a matter of when. But I would suspect we're still probably two years away from a, a pro at the very least. But definitely a uh, a slim on the way in the not too distant. If it's 400 bucks, I'll be impressed. I don't, I, I don't see it being $400 US. I think it's probably going to cost more than that. Uh, but we'll find out. Uh, remember that poor Gollum game, Mr. Black? Got like that 2 out of 10, got completely fucking sent into the sun by just about every reviewer that laid hands on it, because unfortunately it was a Lord of the Rings game, and so everyone got a copy to review. Well, yeah. unfortunately for Daedalic Entertainment, the, which is the, uh, the publisher slash developer for this, they did in-house publishing or in-house uh, development for this, uh, that went so poorly, they're ending in-house development of games altogether. They're just going right back to publishing games. They said, nah, this, this whole development thing ain't for us. Clearly. So they're shutting that down. Godspeed. It was bound to happen. That was a tough one. They fucked that one up, unfortunately, pretty hard. Uh, Despite not having any plans to do DLC, uh, enough players in Japan, which is interesting because I don't remember the last time I saw Japan getting together to petition uh, petition anything for video game related, uh, petitioned enough that Yoshi P, the god himself, came out and said, all right, fine. We didn't have any plans to do Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Uh, we wrote the story and we and we did everything to just be kind of like a one-off deal. We didn't have, you know, we didn't really write it necessarily to, to leave a lot of room for DLC. But so many people have been interested in having some form of DLC for the game that uh, that he said, you know, we, we're going to try and talk about this in the future. So now it looks like there's been enough popularity kick up, enough interest in it, that they are considering some level of DLC. What that would be? Not a clue. Having beaten it, I can think of a couple of ways they could work in some DLC. There, You could do a couple of extra, um, you know, memories type things, side mission memories where you're doing like some quests with some characters uh, in particular. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to like be spoiler territory, but you could do something like that. You could, you could, you could add more hunts and more difficult hunts if you wanted to do that. Uh, but otherwise, there's not a lot that they can do with that, uh, but I'm interested to see it. It was a really good game. I, I really do. I really did and, uh, enjoy it. It's very, very good shit. So, DLC, why not? Uh, and lastly, or, or second to last, I should say, uh, before we move on, because again, nothing happened in the last two weeks. The trailer for the upcoming Wonder Woman game was released to a fair amount of excitement as it was announced that Monolith was going to be the one heading up the project. I, was on a, I knew a, a Wonder Woman game was coming. I just had no idea who was going to who was going to be doing it and now I know it's Monolith and lots of people are excited about that for pretty good reason. I'm going to list, list some games here. None of these games are fucking huge, right? But if you're a gamer that you're in the age group of of us young gentlemen, you might recognize some of the games in this list and none of them are bad. You know, they're kind of like the 
if there's AAA, their games were always like a solid A, but but in some respects, they were even better than a AAA title. Like they were just really good games, uh, and I certainly played many of them in the past. Uh, to to say uh, some of the ones that you might recognize, Fear. So the Fear series on PC, which is actually really fucking good. Fear 1 and 2 specifically are really good games. Uh, the Middle Earth games, Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor, which are some of the more popular games of the last 10 years, period. They did very, very well with those games. What, wasn't those Lord of the Rings? Yes, yeah, the, the Lord of the Rings one, uh, where it was, uh, they, they really, like, they invented almost a new subgenre with those uh, with those games, and people love the fuck out of Shadow of Mordor. Uh, very, very popular. And so, uh, yeah, they did well with those. Uh, other games that you might recognize, Mr. Black, do you remember Condemned Criminal Origins back on the Xbox? One of the most satisfying hit-a-dude-with-a-pipe sounds I've ever fucking heard in a video game in my life. That was the thing that took me by surprise when I first played it. Came out on the original Xbox, I remember renting it. And the visuals were crazy. They looked so good. The lighting in Condemned was amazing. But they were in the very, like, the opening of a demo or something. You pick that pipe up, and you're in, like, a dilapidated fucking apartment building. And some, like, fucking what would be zombie slash, you know, crackhead come running out of the fucking room. And you have this pipe, and you're just, like, he's running at you. So wham! And the sound was so fucking, like... You know, you're used to, up to that point, you were used to, like, you know, some, like, MIDI keyboard sounding fucking effect. This was like somebody took a microphone, stuck it next to a dead cow, took an actual pipe, and just started beating on it. And that was the sound you got, and I was like, oh, God! It actually made me feel a little bad about it, but then you get used to it, you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Get him with the pipe. So that was Condemn 1 and 2. Very good, uh, very good games. Uh, and then if you want to reach back a little bit further, Mr. Black, I don't know if you ever played these. They were on the PC. Uh, no One Lives Forever. There was two of those. Uh, it was a, a shooter uh, with uh, some very great uh, uh, visual stylings. And then lastly, I had to sneak this one in. Do you remember, did you ever play, because I did, The Matrix Online? Did you ever, I did. Did you ever play that? I did. That was a that was not a bad. It was early days in the in the, like the land of of MMOs, but it wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Some of the some of the Matrix games were fires. They, they didn't make this. They they didn't make this other one. But the Matrix, um, what what did they call? It? What, oh, fuck. There was one for the PS2. It might have come out on the Xbox yeah, as well. It, it had a uh, Will Smith's wife in it, right? Yes, and, yeah. She uh, was one yeah. of the primary characters in it. Yeah, that's a good game. That was a game. dope game. It was kind yeah, of like Max Payne. Yeah. Max Payne. Yeah, it was literally like Max Payne. Yeah, He's yeah. He's like jump around and, and you could just Absolutely. You'd see the bullets like, you know, it's pretty cool. Just like the cool movies. Game. It was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Uh, so yeah, Monolith is the one heading that up uh, anyway. And so, you know, those are all... And if you look, those are just the games they made. They're not, they're not a developer that puts out like a game every six months. You know, they've just... Uh, like if you go back, it doesn't take you very long before you're looking at games from 1997. Uh, and so they're just kind of like, they're just steady, they're there, they've always put out just good, solid games, uh, and the trailer got people excited, and, uh, and you know what, Wonder Woman as a game would probably be pretty fucking dope, especially if it's like, you know, they did well with Batman with the Arkham games, why not a fucking Wonder Woman game, I'm sure it would go, uh, over well, and so we'll wait and see, because we didn't see anything, it was just a trailer with, like, the face reveal of fucking Wonder Woman, it wasn't like, we saw gameplay or some shit, but, got some hopes for Monolith. And now, lastly, and this is an interesting one, and, and, uh, and, and even more so since Jeff has a wall of this shit behind him right now, uh, a, uh, it's an interesting time in Games Mr. Black. 
Uh, I'm just going to read my notes because I, I don't know why I wrote this like a review. My head was just in that space. The industry is now old enough uh, that preservation and cataloging of the medium has begun. Because, you know, as we get older here, we are getting further away. I know it still feels like the 90s were 10 years ago. No. It's a long fucking time ago. And games are reaching back into the, into the 60s and 70s, really, for all intents and purposes. So it's an old medium now. And so we've reached the point where people are trying to catalog and, and, you know, have museums and stuff like that, just like other mediums have, like books, movies, television shows, uh, music, you know, things like that, right? They all, like, it's, it's hard if you, like, if, if a record has been cut, it exists somewhere in a vault with, with few exceptions to that, right? You know, only the most indie, I sell this shit out of the back of a car type stuff is not being held somewhere uh, in, uh, in a vault uh, for, for safekeeping. And so with that being said, uh, games are disappearing faster than they can be recorded for, you know, for all intents and purposes. A recent study found that, and this was very recent, found that roughly 87% of all games released before 2010 are no longer available. Meaning the only method of getting your hands on it, and this is and this is a bit of a problem because we talked about this with Nintendo. Not even somebody like Nintendo is holding on to their old games. Like the, Nintendo was found going out into the wild and pulling fucking ROMs from other places because they didn't even have it uh, in their own in their own collection. And so anything eighty seven percent, and that's just two thousand ten, which you know thirteen years ago is not that long in the grand scheme of things. And so it's really now we've got to the point where the people that are trying to catalog and and preserve video games as a medium, much like music or movies, is getting into a situation where it's been very challenging, where you have to rely on the secondary market as your primary source of finding anything, or even some instances, the tertiary market, which is kind of where Mr. Black exists with his wall behind him. And so uh it's a yeah it's a it's a real fucking it's a real fucking bind and it is unfortunate because you know that's for 2010 the further you go back the harder you know the smaller that number gets i mean if it's 13 percent, it's going to get smaller and smaller as you go further back and i know you've got some stuff back there that's that's you know quite rare and you were just talking i was just, I just talking a big collection last week yeah that i didn't even put on back on the wall yet yeah yeah, yeah. huge, huge was collection. that was that the game was it the gamecube I got GameCube, a uh, shit ton of Wii U, shit ton of Wii, um, a shit ton of Drag- Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, just all, yeah, fire. Like just fire titles. Buckets of stuff. And, and, like, and, stuff, and stuff that was people didn't give a shit about suddenly is like a worth of four. Like GameCube specifically. Oh, GameCube is blowing up. You used to not be able to physically sell a GameCube system. Like you yep. could, you could, I could have walked into the last game store before it closed down back in the day. And I brought my GameCube in and Adam, who's the guy who ran the store, looked at me and said, no, <laughs> no, this ain't it. I, I literally I can't, can't give, give you, you money for this. I can't give you 87 cents. <laughs> okay. So I, I literally cannot give you money for this. I'll take the games, but I literally can't give you money for this. I think I got $50 for that GameCube. Back in the day, I know I sold that in like fucking two thousand and seven no, or some now, shit. Now you can get hundred hundred plus bucks for a GameCube. Yeah, uh, but the games, the games, dude, the games are just. I mean, I mean, there are some games that I got in that in that um, in that uh, bundle. I didn't bring them in the room yet because I got to catalog that catalog everything. Um, four or five hundred bucks a game. I got oh. one Dreamcast game, seven hundred and fifty dollars for one Dreamcast game. 
What's that, is is that just the game, or is it, is it CIB? Is it oh, it's not even complete in box. Well, no, 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 no. It's got it's got the manual and the. And oh, the case. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I paid thirty six hundred bucks for. I don't even know how much worth of games yet. Hallie just had a similar haul here, like a couple oh. of days ago. He was telling me about yeah, he or did, right yeah. before the trip. Yeah, where he paid he like three home. grand for seven thousand dollars worth of a yeah. product I would say, for him. I would say mine mine's probably around that that amount. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because the buy the the hauls that you both got were kind of like a similar, yeah, uh, the similar types of games and systems and shit. When, yeah, the uh, guy when, yeah. the guy was like super cool. I went over at his place and uh, I was just going there to buy the GameCube stuff because I, I I basically told him like, hey man, like I'll I'll, I'll give you about sixty to seventy percent. It ended up being like sixty something percent of what the market value is worth um, because the majority of the stuff was like really good shit. There was yeah. barely any sports titles. Like it was like very, very good stuff. Um, and I went over there and then he's like, do you collect for anything else? I'm like, yeah. And then I went into his room and he had a wall, not as big as mine, but a fair size. He's like, I'm going to get rid of it all. Cause he was moving back to the UK and the majority of the games can't even be played in the UK because they had to play pal. And um, he didn't. Also, he wanted to take his collection. It would cost him thousands of dollars just to ship it out to the UK. Um, so he's like, I'd rather just sell it all at once instead of piecing it out and dealing with fifty thousand different people and putting things on eBay. And yeah, he knew he, he like he kind of knew what his stuff was worth, but like it was worth it for him to just get rid of it. Plus, just like me, he went out and got games really cheap. So like mm. one way or another, he was still in the green. Making money, yeah. Yeah, he was still he was still in the green. It's not like he went and paid retail for everything. Um, so yeah, I I said, yeah, fuck, I'll I'll take it all. I didn't take any of his uh PS3, uh PS2, regular Xbox, and uh there was another console that I didn't touch. But I told him if he couldn't sell it before he goes, give me a call and I'll just go pick up the rest of it. But uh yeah, no, it, it, you're right. The the GameCube stuff, it's like going <sighs> up twenty to thirty percent a year, like yeah. year over year, boom, crazy, year year, boom, boom. So uh, yeah, kind of like kind of not- tracking like the N sixty four stuff did, where it like it was kind of like static for a long yeah. time, and then Wii just U is going up. Wii U is going up a lot now too. Wii U is going up a lot, a lot. Um, Wii games are going up in price um, because be- when I first started collecting, I I used to sell all of my GameCube, Wii U, Wii stuff because I always thought retro was like, you know, the... the, the well, because retro like, for you was before GameCube, correct, right? Yeah. Correct, but I'm old now, and <laughs> I also understand that the Wii U came out like fucking 15 years ago or some yes. shit. Like, we're, it's starting to get up there in age. Um, so, you know, now I've got a completely different perspective, and, you know, this... The, it's a, it's a it's a nice thing because the majority of people they know that Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo and N64 typically are rare you don't see them and rarity usually means money so when you're going to yard sales you're on a Facebook marketplace or on Kijiji or uh Craigslist or whatever yeah you can find a steal from time to time where people just cleaned out their basements and they don't know and they just like want to get rid of it but for the most part people kind of know they got a um something of value, especially when you got 30, 40 people messaging them. But when it comes to Wii U and Wii stuff and even GameCube to a degree, they still think of it as like, oh, it's just disc-based garbage. Like, uh, it's probably worth $5 and ain't nothing. But in reality, this shit is just skyrocketing. And it'll be interesting to see what the Wii U does because the Wii U did not sell many consoles at all, comparatively speaking to the rest of the Nintendo consoles. It's going to boom. And so at some point, because there's not many of them, it's yep. going to go. Another, 
give it another five to 10 years and you're going to be looking at like your average Wii game will be 30 bucks. Like, or sorry, Wii U game will be like 30 plus bucks. Yeah. And then you'll have, a, uh, you'll have like big titles that'll be worth like 100, 200, 300, 400 bucks. Yeah. Which is yeah. just like crazy. crazy. But like, it's like you really have to, it's because it's hard when you're younger to like conceptualize it. But if you went back to the year 2000, which for us at that point in the year 2000, you know, retro was the Nintendo entertainment yep. system from 85. If you went back 15 years. So if yeah. now we're in 2023, you go back 15 years, you're at the fucking Xbox 360. Isn't that crazy? Blah! That's fucking, that's Blah! nuts. That is fucking nuts. And to me, the Xbox 360, although was like I know it was last a long Tuesday? time ago, but it feels like it was last year. <laughs> yeah. Like, no joke. Like, it doesn't feel long at all. Like, no! uh, uh, it, it's, it's actually bizarre. But then you look on the back of the title, and it's like, made in 2001. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're talking like PSP, like all of those, Vita, all of those. This shit is old now. Even uh, like Game Boy 3DS. Oh, yeah. It's old shit. It's all old and it's all skyrocketing. I can imagine the 3DS, like they sold a million of all the stuff from that, but because it was so, it's like the opposite end of the spectrum where it was so popular that the nostalgia factor will be through the fucking roof and that will drive the value up over time. Uh, Especially, I'm sure, like, you know, the modded 3DSs and stuff like that, like even that kind of stuff will all go for huge money. Yeah, they're 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 just popping off. It's crazy. Uh, I wonder. I mean, Nintendo Wii's like, uh, Helly was telling me he's basically he'll he'll go on Amazon because you can. I didn't even know about this. He knows all about it. Helly's uh, deep. Yeah, we should have him on the <laughs> podcast sometime. He can go through his whole fucking his whole yeah spiel, his whole spiel. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he's got he's got like an Amazon store. And he's, I didn't even know that there was like a big used market on Amazon. Oh, dude, and he sells everything on Amazon. Yeah, like he like ships he it to did, the warehouse to like and the have warehouse. them. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and, and you get, and you get more money because there's like more people and they want prime. Like they just yeah. want to get their shit in like a day or two. And he'll send out a Wii that he paid like $5 for at a yard sale and ship it out with a bundle with like Wii sports and get 150 bucks for a Wii. Bro. Like a Wii with no box, no nothing. Just a fucking console controller. Wii Sports, uh, it's, it's like, what the fuck? A Wii is half told, the price of like a PlayStation 5? I like, talked to him, is- I talked to him, what was it, about this very thing, uh, probably three months ago or something like that, he came on the stream, and he was he was so excited because he had hit, this was maybe four months ago now, because he hit this enormous hall, like the he said the biggest hall he's basically ever laid hands on, and he was showing me pictures, and I was like, Jesus! I mean, he 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 bought up the fucking neighborhood, bro. This is the most it's the biggest hall I've ever seen. And he said, I've never seen anything like it. This guy was just sitting on fucking mountains Old. of shit. It's just insane. <laughs> and so he said, I bought it all. I just bought the whole thing. And he said it was like, and he showed me it was like he had rooms, yes. just full of His shit. House. His house, house is just full of it. And he was like, bro, I literally have the Amazon store. I, I fucking separate all this shit out, package stuff up, send it out to Amazon. They hand they said they like it sits in the warehouse, so it yep. ships from Amazon so that Prime is available. And he yep. said, even though like typically like you could it would sell, you know, you would think you would make less because you're paying for shipping it out or whatever the fuck else. You make more because people just want it instantaneously. Yeah, and yeah, prime. the Wii, and he said with the Wii specifically is like Gone. half his fucking money. It's just selling yeah. Wii's. Wii's, Wii's, Wii's. They sell instantly. <laughs> I went to a yard sale two weeks ago, bought five Wii's for $5. No, stop. The girl, the girl outside, they were selling a shit ton of kid stuff, right? And there was kids everywhere. 
And and I was like, I, I saw a, a bin of Wii stuff. No games. I think one of them had Wii Sports and one had Mario Kart in it. Of course. And um, it was it was all it was five Wii consoles. There was like two red ones, two uh, uh, two gray ones, and a black one. And uh, I look in the in the bag, and it, there was cords and controllers and all this shit all over the place. I didn't test anything. And I said, Hey, how much do you want for all of it? Right? Like, cause just thinking she was gonna say like, Oh, you know, what, a uh, hundred bucks or something? Right? It was a yard sale. She said, $5. Is that good? I said, okay. And I gave her $5. So I got five Wii consoles, couple of games, at least eight, like, a Wii chucks, a uh, couple of the one GameCube controller in there, um, a couple of, uh, like, Wii uh, controllers, like, uh, actual joysticks, and all the hookups. One of them was missing a power bar, and I, uh, the power bar, and I have fucking half a, a million here yeah so yeah five bucks at a yard sale i could go if i was in heli's position and go, i could go on amazon or ebay put that shit up there and i would turn five five dollars into five hundred dollars like yeah. no problem it's but crazy dude dude i'm telling you people if y'all want to make some money if y'all if you want to hustle and if you just want to like say you're like shit man if only i could make an extra thousand dollars a month it would change my fucking my life I'm telling you guys, this this is this is it. I'm giving you guys the secrets right here. <laughs> All you need to do is go on your local Facebook marketplace or Craigslist or whatever. Put an ad out. You can put an ad that you're buying, you know, old retro video games, right? You pay cash. But if you really want to fucking get it, all you need to do is say, I got a brand new Nintendo Switch OLED or I got a PS5 sealed. And I want to trade it for old retro video games. You will get 20, 30, 50 people that will message you. There will be, out of those 50, there will be 40 dog shit fucking offers. Somebody's like, I'll give you a Wii and six games or whatever. But five of those will be like, hey, I've got this old Super Nintendo with 13 games and this N64 with three games. They still got the boxes and manuals and blah, blah, blah. And they will gladly trade you their old shit that was sitting in a fucking box or in the attic or wherever collecting dust and they have an opportunity to get the newest awesomest uh console out there sometimes they know what the stuff is worth they just don't care they don't want to deal with the fucking headaches of of put posting shit and dealing with flakes and all this other stuff and then there are times they just don't know what it's worth and they're like hey will you do this trade you don't even need to buy the console just advertise it then when you know what they're giving you, on the way to their house, stop at Best Buy, go buy Pick the console, up. bring it to them, give it to them, even give them the receipt. Doesn't really matter. Take all the stuff, boom, you've tripled your money. That quick. Now, it'll take a little bit of work to like test the games, put them up, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, bare minimal. Doesn't matter what city you're from, where you're from. If you're in a fucking first world country and you've got a population... You are gonna fuck. You are gonna. You're gonna make a killing. You're gonna make a killing. It's that easy. I and just it was crazy. Do it. And what's crazy is that eventually, even though even though you can be in a market where it's quite competitive, like where Halley is, there's no competition, which is why he's crushing it as hard as he is. I mean, the guy is literally just fucking rolling over games everywhere. He's out in a spot where everyone had too much money and they're just swimming in shit. And they're just giving it away for basically nothing. But even if you're in like a market that's kind of low, eventually you'll have somebody that was a collector, yep, like Jeff, they want out. Yep. And they're like, you know what? This was fun, but I want out. And yep. then you'll just you're, you're going to hit it big. You're going to hit it fucking yep. big. And yep. so you know, it's it's a it's a very interesting time, very interesting market. It'll be fun to see 
how much of it stays high or if it drops over time or like if there's a bu- if, it, if, it, if it bubbles or, or not because the pandemic really fucking ran all this shit just fucking through oh, the roof big time oh, huge. big time so big it'd be fun time. to see if we, if we if that's like a new floor or if this was like just like a, a kind of a temporary boom that kind of drops off a bit but so far it's held and people are just fucking making a lot of money on that shit it's crazy you want to beat inflation buy retro video games at a discount <laughs> and hold on to it and then resell it in three to five years. I'm telling you, make money. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Like, crazy. my entire collection is free, except for the new stuff that I just bought. I paid 3600 bucks for all that. I mean, I'll, I'll be able to sell my doubles or trade them for the amount of money that I pretty much paid for it. Maybe, maybe a little bit less. But, like, I can't imagine how much my entire collection is worth. And, I mean, I've just been... I don't, I'm not even, I'm not even going hard in the paint on it. I just no. look to see if there's, I just buy people's collections now. Just like what you're saying. When they want out, they call me. Like I, I don't bother. I used to be like, if I saw a super Mario bros for, you know, $10, I'd run out and drive to go get it. Now it's not worth it for me. I'll, I'll wait until there's like some real meat on the bones. But like, if, if you can, if you can go ahead and buy a super Nintendo with eight games for a hundred dollars and the shit is worth 250 right now. And you just held on to it. The shit's going to be worth 400 in five years. Yeah. It just keeps going up. I'm telling you. I'm salty. I never kept my boxes for my N64 games. Oh, I eventually, I've, but like you'd never in a million years have fucking know. known. You, like, you just never yeah, you you don't don't think of that shit. I get it. I was saying uh, and and so like because you know I still have some, but I don't. I got rid of most of my N64 stuff, and so but it's one of those things. You look back and you're like, God damn it, why did I do yep. that to myself? Yep. What a what an unfortunate situation to find yourself in. But do you have your phone? Do you have like the thing that you can see the the value of, of games nearby? Can you pull that yes. up? Yes. I need I do you to. I need uh, just like Star Citizen. I need the current market value for Galarian's Black Label. All right. Let me see here. <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep see if that's gone up or if it's if it's dropped or if it's uh, stable. All right, Galarian's. Do you still have it? I do. All Remember right, we Galarians. bought that when we were in fucking Montreal or some shit. <laughs> uh, Galarians is rare, but okay. it's not super. So at a rarity, it's eight out of twelve. Okay, I don't know why they do it on a scale of twelve. It's interesting. Um, let me see here. Let me see if there's a difference between this and the black label. Galarians. So this one, it's saying it's worth a hundred bucks. Okay. Let me see here. I'm gonna go on eBay. And see if there's a difference between Galarians. Because I think they do have a green label greatest hits version. I think so. How do you spell that? G-A-L-E-R-I-A-N-S. Yeah. Galarians PS1. Release me. Release me. I want to be free. You should do a playthrough of that. I did. I've, I've that happened uh, years ago. Really? I pulled it out. Yeah, I pulled it out and did a and did a playthrough did of it. That? I must Dude, not have watched. That game Maybe I is, did, and I that game is so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, so they're 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 selling they're selling for a hundred bucks. That's not so, bad. All right, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll I'll hodl for uh, for some more they've, years. They've got they've got a sealed one. Oh, they one just sold sealed rated nine point eight. For three hundred bucks, that's not. Wow. That's really not that bad. That's really. That's not pretty that bad. good. Well, mine's not sealed or anything fancy, but no, it is. No, you no. know, it's in good shape, and then I'll hold on to it. Yeah, one one sold for one hundred and fifteen bucks uh, two weeks uh, on July second. So not I bad. Mean, it really, just probably just depends on the condition, and I think that's twice as much as I paid for it. So I'll take it. Yeah. 
It's a good game. <laughs> it's a good game. The cutscene. I remember when we were younger. We found it. We rented it or some shit, or 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 it was part uh, of I like burned some it. burned I collection. I, I think I burned it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were like, we were we were hooked on the fucking intro cutscene and the and the theme song that they had. We thought it was like the greatest thing we'd ever seen. Um, kind of a fucked up game though. So don't go into it's- that one. That's. It's like you know, it's it was like a Resident Evil knockoff, you know, the way that it the it way was that, that era without the zombies, it was like, you know, yeah. You had like powers and shit. The story was game. kind of fucked up. It was it was a good game. It was, it was it was game, it was good. Yeah. yeah, it's not one that many people talk about. So if you if you're out there and you have access to Galarians, give it a shot. Uh just don't shoot me if you uh hate the uh, boss Birdman. That guy's going to kick your fucking ass. Um that's all I've got there, which means it's time to do a little micro sellout, Mr. Black. Uh, we got Patreon. Head on over there. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Support the podcast if you can. It's as low as $1 all the way up to as much as you as much as you want. Um, we're getting, like I've been saying, I know I've been saying it every time, but we are getting closer and closer to reviving Nova War Says. Uh, once we get to the 2K mark. Um, so head on over there if you guys would like to see it. And uh, if you guys can't afford to throw money at the screen, I understand. It's 2023, Lord and Savior. Um, you can do you can do it for free by liking the video, sharing it with a friend, um, leaving a comment, leaving a rating on um, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or wherever the case is. Uh, just leave a review and uh, hook us up with that. And that'll make it so that more people check out the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be it for the, uh, for the shout outs. Fantastic. Uh, which means it's for time now. for uh, tech support. Movies and TV. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to the tech support. I, it, it threw me off because I'm used to doing a Nord plug, but we're That's not true. doing Nord plugs this month. We yeah. will next month. Yeah, it comes back next month. It's true. Uh, despite unfounded, though promising rumors, Kathleen Kennedy may very well be done after uh, the recently released Indiana Jones film has pretty much all but flopped in the grand scheme of things, Mr. Black. Not doing the numbers that they probably hoped that an indie film was going to do. Uh, and, uh, and Kathleen, of course, is heading that one up. And we talked about this before, where, where the rumors were that after Indy, regardless of how well it did, she was going to be done, yeah, even though her contract was technically one more year. Because she re-signed yeah. for three years in 2021. Uh, but, uh, but it, it, you know, this seems to be, I mean, if that wasn't already the case, yeah, I think it's gotta uh, be it. from, from what I've been hearing, um, is she is pretty much done now. It just hasn't been announced. Um, so whether they announce it and she just walks away or they allow her to kind of sit there until the, until the end of her contract. But from, from what I've been hearing in the insider info, um, that I've that not directly, but from the sources that I, <laughs> yes. I've listened to. Um, yeah, she's she's pretty much fired. It, she's just not. She has no power there. She's done. That's thank you God. have no power here. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Thank thank fucking God. Hopefully, I don't know. Do do we know if they if there's been whispers of who is going to replace? We don't know yet. Okay, we have no idea. I hope it's like John Favreau or, um. I don't know, somebody competent that knows what the fuck they're doing. 
Ide- uh, ideally, they would be competent. Yes, that would yeah. be ideal. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, in my opinion, she's like she's a good producer, and and really, I think uh, Steven Spielberg just carried her her pretty much her whole career. But like, maybe she just works really well with Spielberg, and they just kind of can he can kind of keep her and keep her in line. And uh, and I don't mean that in a fucking. I know 2023, somebody, oh, it's a woman, huh? Could keep her in line. I'll suck a dick. Not that way. Not that fucking way, asshole. (laughs) Okay? Um, But she's she's basically ruined Star Wars. She gets too involved. Um, She's a little, she gets a little too involved in her production, you know, uh, capacities, I guess. Yeah, she's just, she's just not, she's just not the right fit to be, to be in that position at, at, uh, at Disney. I'm sorry. We've been, I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. Really. I don't think anybody disagrees really, to be honest. I don't even think like there's a minority out there that thinks she's doing a great job. I really don't No, Because, because again, like I, I, I I would, it would, and like you said, and this isn't, this isn't to belittle her or be anyone. I could say this about anyone that had her position really in the grand scheme of things. If we had the same results that we've seen with star Wars and, and, you know, Indie and whatnot, is it's hard to imagine how you could fuck up that role. Like, I'm wondering what her role really is. Because in the grand scheme, it's like with Spielberg. Like, what do you do to to make money with Spielberg? You say, hi, Mr. Spielberg, would you like to make a movie? And he says yes, and you say, thank you for your money. And then that's (laughs) it. Like, what do you do? Like, what more involvement do you have? You go into, you get brought in to do Star Wars, which you could make almost anything. Include a lightsaber and put it on a screen and it's going to make a billion dollars. That's it. That's like the Not baseline. Like how, like how involved do you really, like you, you hire, you, you had the money. So it's not like you have to, it's not like you have to wheel and deal. Like I doubt that she went to, 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 to Ryan and was like, Hey, um, so I got this little indie film here. We're wondering if you'd like to do a Star Wars movie. And he and he was like, yep. oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, 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 no, you go, you show up, you go, hey, you want to do Star Wars? And they say, yes. You say, well, great. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy, she got a whole, like, when she first started out, she was starting to get some, like, really unique talent that would, like, bring a nice flavor. And then, I guess, like, she just got in the fucking way. And it's like, did you hire me to fucking... To do to, to do, do the, the movie, yeah, yeah, like you, like you hired us. It was like the those brothers or whatever that was doing uh, Star Wars, and then they just dipped. Um, and they were like, "Fuck this, man! Somebody else can pick up the mantle because this is fucking dumb." They were just getting vetoed every all the shit that they wanted to do. They like literally hired these people to go out there and make a unique experience, and they were hired for their specific talents. Then when they bring their specific talents, it's not it's not Disney. It's like it's like motherfucker. Like, you know what? Fuck off. And look at it. Look what happened. So anyway, bye-bye, Kathleen. <laughs> bye-bye. Don't ever come back. Bye-bye. Bye. Nobody will miss you. Nobody. No one. There's not a soul. That's like, man, I really wish Kathleen Kennedy was back. <laughs> Nobody. It doesn't exist. She would get booed at Star Wars conventions. I have to assume that would happen. I, I have to assume that that would happen. It's like, I dude, like just... what are you doing, man? What do you leave? Bye. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, the official trailer for uh, for Timothy Chalamet's Wonka dropped. Uh, I took a look at that before the podcast. Looks good. You know, Chalamet yeah. seems like a good choice for that. And uh, 
Uh, I liked, he's got the look. I liked the, I liked the visual. I liked it. It's, it's not, you know, when they did Johnny's version, they really like went like, they went like Alice in Wonderland acid trip with Johnny's version. This is a bit more close to the original, uh, in terms of the flavor. It's, it's obviously a a bit cartoony, but the color palette and everything they did chose is not nearly as like fucking punch you in the face. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. you know, it looks good in that, in that way. Uh, I saw, I saw, they, they snuck in a little Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean is playing a character in yep. there. Yep. Uh, and uh, amongst others. And, and yeah, it just, look, it just looked like it was, it was good. It is hard for me to separate, you know, just like when I watched Johnny's. Johnny's was so different that it was whatever. This is so, this is more similar to the original to the point where I'm watching it. It's hard for me to not just be like playing back the original I have in my never head. in my life watched the original. Really? So Interesting. Me, so Even me, as a film buff, you never watched the original? Never watched it. Wow. It might have been on in the background at like my grandmother's or something. Oh, but that's I've so never, interesting. I've never sat down and watched. I mean, do black kids watch Willy Wonka? You well, know what I mean? well, no, but at the same time, like it was, you know, you know it, it's, it's kind of like, it's just like one of those movies that I thought that at some point, even if you didn't watch a, it as a kid, you'd yeah, somehow I, catch it. Never saw, never seen it. And I've never seen uh, Alice in Wonderland. Never seen uh, a lot of those, a lot of those movies uh, I've never watched as a kid. So. Um, yeah, like, I, if anything, I like, Johnny yeah. Depp one. I saw the, I saw, you know, obviously I saw the Johnny yeah, Depp Yeah, because that's more recent, yeah. You know, as a kid, I never, I never watched them, so. Because, you know, for, for me, me, Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka. Like, that, that he is fucking well like and he and he steals the fucking show in that in that film uh so uh, like big shoes to to fill for sure and the thing is and i think why you've seen these two like even though this one's closer you know they're they're doing like an origin story of willy wonka for this for this one is that you can't like no actor is going to want to take the role as willy wonka where they go okay we're going to try and just reboot willy wonka because everyone's going to go i'm you want me to try and be fucking Gene Wilder. Are you serious right now? Go fuck yourself. But also, you got to remember, just like in the video game stuff, the original Wonka came out a very, very long time ago. And oh, in yes. fact, even the Johnny Depp one is like 20 years old now. Yeah, right? that's, that's 2005. So it's, it's going on. And it's not to say that it isn't a long time ago, but I mean, every anyone that's an actor will of have course, seen it. And course, so in course. their mind, they're going, oh my God, you want me to be Gene Wilder? What the fuck? Yeah, tough, tough, <laughs> tough. Tough to do, for sure. So, so, but, you know, Chalamet's got his own spin. He gets to be the younger one, so it's not, you know, the exact same. Yeah. They did in the trailer, of course, make callbacks to Gene Wilder's, like, lines from the original in a couple of spots, uh, which was to be expected, and uh, and whatnot. But it looks good. I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. Whether I'll watch it in the theaters is up in the air, but I'll probably end up watching it because uh, it's, it's a great story. Roll Dahl. I know who I I know who I, what I am going to go in the theater and watch Oppenheimer. That shit is oh I'm right. Hearing, that shit is crazy good. Is that like, when the is that, are is coming that, out and it's fucking nuts? Is that like another ten like days two, or something? Yeah, it's like uh, I think twenty seconds next, next weekend. Uh, next week maybe. Is it next Friday or something? Oppenheimer. Will Will in the chat says I still don't understand the random LSD trip July, river tunnel okay. scene. July twenty first, yeah, next week. Yeah, so next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason why you didn't understand it, Will, is because you weren't on LSD. But it, given the, the the era that movie was filmed in, everyone on set was on LSD. 
I and so it, it made sense to them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense to them. Doesn't make sense to you if you're sober, but if you're on LSD, that's it. Dude, I, I, you know what, though? Speaking of Oppenheimer, you can't say Oppenheimer without thinking about Barbie because they've been stuck next to each other in every fucking, like... Apparently, Barbie's pretty fucking awesome. Apparently, Barbie hearing, is pretty so. awesome. And, like, yeah. and the thing is, is, like, I feel like it's annoying on one hand because I, I want to watch it, but I've had so much... I've said had so much advertising for it thrown in my face. I'm starting to get sick of it, and I haven't even seen it yet. Like, yeah. I, love, I love Margot Robbie. I love Ryan Gosling. I love the fact that they're, they're leaning so hard into the aesthetic like they are like it's just insane yeah. how much they're yeah. li- like michael Sarah randomly being in it just seems fucking hilarious to me it's gonna be good it's gonna it, be it, good like movie. it's gonna be fucking good i mean they got ryan gosling singing theater, and shit yeah i mean he's a good singer he is i mean he was a yeah. house of mouse mr black you know he was brought yeah. up and in that did, disney uh, shit he, he did that fucking um that uh that musical there that came out love something i forget the name of it but that was like a huge hit too Oh shit, that's um, right. Oh my god, yeah. what was the name of that film? I uh, forget it. La La Land. It was La La Land. That was good. I watched that. I was like, I was like, whoa. Okay, that won some great. awards, did it not? It that did. won a, a lot, lot of, of awards. A lot of them. So Oppenheimer, I'm going to go see Barbie. I'm going to wait till it's on streaming. I'm just going to watch it at home. Part of me and still to wants to see... double feature those two because it just seems such a fucking whiplash. Well, to go I think from. I think what I'm going to double feature is um, Dead Reckoning, the Mission okay. Impossible, and then yeah, I'm going to yeah. go see Oppenheimer. So oh I think my that's, god, that's dude. what I'm going to do. You're gonna, know, have no, gonna be, you're gonna have no adrenaline left when right. you leave that. Dead Reckoning is crazy good, like crazy, crazy good. <laughs> can I can I say something else about Dead Reckoning? Well, not Dead Reckoning, but Tom Cruise. I'm getting a little tired of his "I love movies" shtick because he's been doing it now for like three straight years. But he in loves the most, movies. Well, I, yeah, but like it's like, come on, Tom. I mean, like, I don't need every piece of, like, me promoting my movie sitting down in a, in a nondescript room with a bag of popcorn, which is, like, the latest one but I've seen. But you know why he's, like, he's doing this, right? Movies you know and popcorn. But you know why he's doing this? Okay, for one, Well, he wants Dead people Reckoning, to go to the theaters. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Dead Reckoning Part 1, right, has got 96% critic rating. That's going to be a banger. I mean, it, dude, I'm hearing the movie's fucking nuts. It's like Tom Cruise's best. And he's, like, fucking 60 years old. All Absolutely. Right? But the reason why he says this is because the cinema is a dying breed. Like, it's dying. Streaming is taken over. You know, he is trying to save cinema. He is the last movie star in Hollywood. Like, legit. There are tons of movie stars out there. You know, you got your Marvel guys and your Robert Downey's and your, you know, your your the Rocks and fucking. You know, not really movie star. Like when you say movie star, there's a specific fucking like. Yes, yeah, Tom Cruise is the last actual, relevant, still putting asses in seats, big time, huge blockbuster, traditional movie star yeah. left. All eyes on him. So he feels as though that he needs to be the voice that says, I love movies. I make movies for the big for, for the biggest screen with the loudest auditoriums for all people of all races and creed to come together and enjoy a piece of of, of work that myself and our entire team production team put together. And that's why I get it. It does become old. It does become, you know, it's like the rock fucking plugging his Terramana tequila and his, <laughs> and his, and, his, and his, uh, you know, what, uh, the energy drink thing that he's got, uh, I forget the name of that thing. Uh, Zoa. Uh, Cause I stopped, I, I had Zoa. I stopped following the rock on social media. I couldn't handle it anymore. I just, I, I had to stop. And I'm like, I fucks with the rock, but I can't do it. Tom Cruise. I only see, in the media, like three months out of the year. And yeah. it's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise, right? And I fucks with it. 
If he keeps putting out quality, I mean, when was the last time Tom Cruise put out a bad movie? You know he what doesn't mean? put like, out a bad movie. He's just out here doing it. He's just out here doing it. Literally, he's he's riding off mountains and hanging off airplanes and fucking doing crazy ass shit that these movie stars today got stunt doubles doing. They ain't even on set. There's somebody else. Tom Cruise like, nah, bitch. I'm doing this shit. I'm flying. I'm, I'm flying Tom a Cruise. Fire jet. I'm Tom Cruise. I'm the last motherfucking movie star, bitch. When I die, <laughs> movies die with me. And it's just that simple. So yeah, I fucks with Tom Cruise. I fucks with Tom Cruise heavy. I'm going to see this goddamn movie. It can go ahead and take my money. And uh, I got to support it. I got to support it. Nobody else out there doing it. Uh, listen, I respect it. And I don't think he's being, I don't think he's being, uh, you know, uh, dishonest. I think he's, I think Tom, I don't think Tom Cruise is capable of like, like, can he lie? Yeah. Do I think that I'd be able to see right through Tom Cruise lying because he's just played Tom Cruise his whole life? Probably. It's like, I think he's being very much just Tom Cruise. Like, I think, yeah. I think Tom Cruise as the person and Tom Cruise, the movie star merged about 20 years ago, 30 oh, yeah, years ago. For sure. And for he sure. doesn't know who the fuck he is anymore. So he yeah. just plays the role everywhere he goes. And that's it. You know what's kind of the only kind of is he's the antithesis of of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was playing Jim Carrey Carrey, for a long time, and now his whole crusade is to try to tell everyone that that was not Jim Carrey the whole fucking time. And now he's like just being himself after all these years. Tom Cruise. Jim Carrey went through some fucking shit. I mean, I just bro, his life was crazy, bro. bro. And and like uh, he went through some stuff with like his ex, and then she committed suicide, and she said it was his fault, and it was like. He went through some fucking shit. Like he went through some shit. He on the other end of that, he just has not been the same. Like no. he, he just became like, nah, bro, this ain't it. Tom Cruise. It's like Tom Cruise, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, even Arnold is like he's on his political. Yeah, tip Ar- he's Arnold's still, not. He's kind of whatever. Tom Cruise. I really can't think of anybody else in Hollywood that is Tom Cruise. Is Tom Cruise? I mean, the guy you see in Mission Impossible. That's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Tom Cruise. I mean, I, fuck, I legitimately I believe Cruise he just thinks. Streets, yeah. he, he told his name was Ethan Hunt from Mission yeah. Impossible. I'm like, yeah, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if I saw, like, Tom, if Tom Cruise had to run in real life, he's running like this. Like, if he's got to go catch a fucking uh, a bus, which is never happening, he is running to the bus like this. It is Tom Cruise. He loves he loves the karate hands on the run. Good, and it looks great. He fucks, great. He fucks with the he lo- he fucks with the Good karate. Cinema. Yeah, give me that, <laughs> give me that all day, bro. Give me it all day. I'll and he runs so in the veins. he runs like so he runs so postural straight and everything. Yes. like it's just it's like his neck is perfect. Yes. Everything is yes, yeah. It just it's, just, it's fucking hilarious. Give me well, it. He's, he's had forty years to nail that bitch at this point, so he's done. Oh, he's he done well. It. Oh, he's nailed it. Every time, every time. Uh, and that's all I got for Moose TV, unless you got something else. Somebody was asking if you ever watched the end of Love is Blind. I never got to see it, but you can go ahead. I'm never going to likely see it. Oh, I forget it now, bro. I've, I don't even remember, but it's good. Love is, Love is Blind, the new one is, is pretty good. We've got, uh, we got Too Hot to Handle coming out next week, so I'm going to be venturing down into that rabbit hole on Netflix. Um, I finished Succession. Um, right, you said you, that's like the top five for you now or some shit. I'm going to go ahead and say it, and I mean it when I say it. It's the best series I've ever watched in my life. There's no better show. It beats Breaking Bad. It beats Game of Thrones. It beats, it's, 
We're talking is better it, than, than first season True Detective? Yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> yes. 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 I know it's hard to believe. Wow. But the, the, the thing is, is I, I have not in my life had a show that I can't stop thinking about. Last night, I'm watching more YouTube videos on like character in-depth stuff. Just because I, I, I'm, I'm so blown away. Do I think? Do I think that there's? I mean, season the last season of Succession is the best season of television ever made. It, it's, it's not even close. But what makes it so good is it's all of the buildup. It's all of the character progression. It stays so true to form. It's, it's the the way I won't spoil anything, but the way the, the show ends is how it should end, even though it might as a fan, it might not be what you want, but you understand why it is the way it is. And the writers just didn't shy from the reality of this, the, 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 this ultra wealthy family uh, at, at the, at, you know, it's, it's political, it's, it's dramatic, it's. It's it's everything. It's so fucking good that I am most certainly going to watch it again. I want to wait like a year or two and and sit down and rewatch this from start to finish. It truly is a masterpiece of of writing. It's genius. You don't even realize you're in it until you're in it. And as I'm watching it, I never really thought to myself, this is the greatest show ever made. It was until the credits rolled on the last episode and and I realized it's over and I'm like, "Oh my god." The, the last season, the last seven episodes of the of, of succession is is it felt as though every fucking episode was like the best episode of television you could ever want ever. It's so clever. The writing is so good and it, there's no big special effects. There's no fucking car chases and people getting shot and fucking none of it. It's just dialogue, drama, family. There's not a black person in the fucking show. I don't relate to virtually any of it. But it's so true to what it is. It's fucking incredible. They couldn't get it's, one in there. Uh, there might be. There might be. Uh, there was a couple of extras in the background, okay. like civilians walking in the street. Yeah, there was like well that that, but there was like I guess <laughs> there was a couple of black people that like kind of worked at this. At, okay. At, at, at the company, but they never had screen time. They didn't have any lines. There was no dialogue. It was just there, right? And it was like it's crazy, bro. Uh. If I had to, if I, if I, if I had to uh, suggest a, a, a series to watch, Succession is by far, it, it's, it's a grown man, it's a grown man, grown woman show. It's for, it's for fucking people that have brains and that actually want to sit down and enjoy some real fucking content that like feels, it, there's so much good social commentary that is so relevant today and it's just like it, it, it's just fucking incredible i i really and i'm such a breaking bad fanboy and and when i finished first finished watching the uh, uh, the 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 show i was like that's top three it's top three and then the, i just couldn't stop thinking about it i i i started doing more deep dives and it, 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 things just started clicking more and i'm like jesus christ this is this is a masterpiece this is literally a masterpiece season four guys of succession. It's four seasons. It's 40 episodes. 40 hours of just straight up amazing television. The acting, the characters. Fuck me, bro. Macaulay Culkin's brother. Fucking Kieran. 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 
amazing. The, the everybody in that show is so fucking good that you, there's no weakness. There's no weak link. They're all great, and you're just like, I'm in. I'm in, bro. You have to see it. You have to see it. I'm not saying run out and watch it today or anything, but when you're when you're done watching whatever fucking shit TV you and M have been watching, treat yourself to succession, and you're going to be like, oh, my God. You're, and you're going to enjoy it from episode one. It's not like one of these shows like, oh, you got to get like six, seven episodes in before it starts clicking. It's good, and then when it fucking clicks, it really clicks, and you're just hooked, and you've got the benefit of binge watching like I did. So I, I talked to some other people about the show. They're like, man, I've been following it. I had to wait like a year in between, and it was just like, oh, my God. Here is just episode after episode after episode after. I watched all four seasons in two weeks, just binge the fuck out of it. I spent 20 hours a week watching oh my Succession. Oh, like a second and job. And, and I'm so happy it's over. It ended so brilliantly. I just never want to see it again. Like, or not, not the show, but I don't want to see, like, another season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let it go. And, and they will. They'll let it go. Well, it's, it's good. So it, good. It, it's, it seemed, like, it's good that, the, you know, when you get a show that's, that's written that well, when they do get to the end, that they commit, they commit to it, and they oh. don't, like, they don't, you know, kind of limp, you know, limp dick their way through the, 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 the ending for the sake of trying to please yeah. as many people as possible. Yeah. Like yeah. Y- when they actually commit, like you said, maybe it's not what you wanted, but you got to respect it's the fact that they, wanted, that they bought I into it. I was crushed. I was crushed. It's like, no, why, why this is shit. And then I realized that, oh my God, this is genius. This is so <laughs> fucking perfect. Oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm upset. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good, man. It's so good. It's so good. It's just a family of evil. It's like everybody hates each other. It's so good. It's so real. Oh man, it's kind of Go like it, so- it sounds like it sounds like the 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 realistic like one hundred percent drama version of uh, of uh, oh what was it what was it called Key, uh, uh, Arrested Development. Whereas like the, the wealthy, the wealthy family, everyone's trying to like, they're, they're all within the business of one another, except that one's full comedy. And then like all the yeah, bullshit this one, that this happens. One's very comedy. This is dark, dark humor. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, uh, uh, what did I say before? The, um, modern family. It's yeah, modern yeah. family, but serious with really good actors. Like obviously modern family are great comedians, good act- yeah, yeah, yeah. but very, very good actors that just know their characters and it's it's funny it's raw it's real it's just so fucking good bro i think i on my tweet i was just like uh i don't know what i said about it it was the first thing that came to my mind but it I was think like said it was like top three or something like that and like it was a short tweet yeah uh let me see it wasn't long because i don't do much tweets these days um i said just finished succession it was brilliantly unsatisfying and it that's just the perfect way I can put it. It's the and and I don't mean that as in the show wasn't satisfying. It was the way it all went. It's a train wreck. The whole fucking show is a train wreck, and it's almost like you almost get anxiety because it's just like, oh my god, no, what, why, why are you doing this? No, stop, no, please, just work together one time in your fucking life. And yeah, it's just so brilliantly unsatisfying. It's so good. Some of the best TV ever made. 
Speaking of, speaking of anxiety, I still have to go back and finish Uncut Gems. I never, I never ended oh, up. Oh yeah, getting... that, that's yeah, that's a fucking, that's an anxiety filled fucking roller coaster ride of just misery and despair. which is hard to do. Like you, it's yeah. like like I can't think of another like show or movie that's filled me with that, like or made me feel the anxiety that the character is clearly feeling because yeah. the end, the crescendo that that build oh, up towards the end yeah, is crazy. just. Yeah, it's crazy. Before you watch Succession, don't look it up. Don't get spoiled. I never just, do any of that shit. Yeah, just go in fucking yeah. and enjoy it, man. You're. It, I, I know I talk up some shows sometimes, but this honestly is... I mean, I know you'll love it. Oh, I know, I'm sure I will. It's a really smart... It's a, It's just... It's witty. It's smart. It's. In, they don't handhold the audience. It's just... It just is... I can't believe that I only found out about this show. Like, I kind of heard about it like a year ago. People are like, oh, man, Succession, Succession. I'm like, eh, okay. Oh, it really just picked up on socials in like the last like nine months where people started to really talk about Succession. Before that, it was like if you had HBO and you knew about it, you knew about it. But it wasn't something that people were talking about constantly. Yeah. And it's then Game in the last like nine months, they did. You know, I know you'll did. like it because you like Game of Thrones, like the yeah, politics yeah. of it. It's Game of Thrones, but like modern game of thrones but with like family like, it's like business yes it's it's really good and it's crazy to see how the ultra wealthy it's like it's almost like you're living vicariously through these through this fucking family that just have no idea what it's like to be a normal person yeah and like normal to them is just like flying private jets and fucking you know spending a hundred million dollars like it's fucking nothing like buying bit multi-billion dollar companies like it's a fu- like a drop in a bucket it, it's uh it's it's crazy and with with ultra high um stakes like politically uh you know jail fucking you name it it's there it's it's amazing oh yeah oh, it's, go oh, watch yeah. it, it everybody good. that's everybody that's listening go watch succession if you're into that if you're not into that and you're like oh i like marvel and that's all i like it's probably it's probably ain't for you but if you like stuff that is dialogue heavy, character driven, political, uh, yeah, this is it. Peak. And now it's time for tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV is the place to go if you want to financially support the podcast. Five dollars or more a month. Give you a few things. There's a dollar menu, but for five or more, you get to ask us some questions. And we got the answers. I put up a post every day every a week, I should say, before the podcast called Tech Support. You can ask us your questions there. I know I'm 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 Jesus going through fuck. it. I'm going through it down here right now. Like there was a part, and I'm thinking so, I can start oh, to yeah. smell myself, man. Well, fuck. It's so it's so hot in here and whatnot. Like I, I, when I was doing the Tom Cruise run and I was straining myself, and then I was like talking really loud. I was like starting to fucking black out. It's kind That's of like not. too hot. Start. <laughs> start. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. What we got this week. Um, let's see. Mad Kiwi, favorite party food? Chips. <laughs> it's easy. Chips are pretty good. I, I was trying, like, a chips is obviously one of the first things to come to my mind, but I was just trying to think. Honestly, like, some, like the ones that end up, like, I, I, like, I love chips, but because I never buy them for myself... Um, like the, um, you know, the, uh, pepperoni and cheese plates. Mm, I never, one. I never buy them for myself because they're fucking horrendous for you. But at a party, 
I'm a fuck that plate up. And so that's definitely one. And then right. I'm a, uh, and then I'm a big fan of, uh, of just party pizza, man. I like, it's just cause it tastes different when it. you're at a party and you ain't paying for it. Yeah. It just, it <laughs> hits different. It, it hits, hits different. different. You're not yeah. paying for it. Everything tastes better when it's free. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so there you go. Um, Oh my God. Okay. Uh, I'm keeping that one for StarCraft, I think. Uh, related to that, let's go with this one. Yolth asks, your, what, what is your favorite comfort food? Um, comfort? I would say brownies with vanilla ice cream. Mm. It really... Mm. I, mm. I sincerely am never in a bad mood when I'm eating it. You know? Like, if I'm eating warm brownies with vanilla ice cream how can you be in a bad mood? happy place i mean i i mean i could be in a bad mood before and right after but during no i mean it's it's bliss absolutely it's bliss i'm sorry absolutely that's a good one um i'm gonna say i mean i mean there's lots of desserts for sure i'll try and pick a non-dessert uh, when I was growing up and if mom was out of the house and it was just, you know, it was a guy's night, it's just dad, uh, dad and me, dad would make a, uh, 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 this, this, uh, ground beef, uh, macaroni, like casserole kind of deal. Ground beef, macaroni, uh, diced tomato and, and tomato sauce, um, uh, diced up bell pepper, uh, and mushrooms, and then on the top, just loaded with cheese and put in the oven. Mm. Uh, and it was simple. It was simple, but it was fucking delicious. And I'd put a little ketchup on it or whatever. We had mustard pickles or whatever, you know, chow, chow we had on the side. And that was like that. I'd, I could eat my face off of that shit. Uh, and that's, you know, that's it. You know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I, if I need some comfort food, I'd say that's probably one of the first things I make for myself is, uh, is that. Also not supremely healthy, but you don't you don't go healthy when you go comfort food. All right? That's you the fuck, whole point of comfort food, food, man. Who wants, You're to going fucking for eat a, who wants to eat lettuce to comfort yourself? It's what you do when you're miserable. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine can you imagine just like the, the, the type of, of personality that would be required to be like, oh I'm so down bad today, and then they haul out just a head of romaine? Yeah. Like, imagine- <laughs> this is like a salad. This is my comfort food. You're depressed. Mm, I like, need some more Caesar salad. Not even Caesar salad, because that wouldn't be like a Caesar salad. Yeah, you know, no. yeah. No, no. Just, just no, dry leaves. Just leaves with just a <laughs> splash of vinaigrette on it. Just so, you know. No. You know You're what, miserable. You know who was kind of like that? Although his comfort food was definitely desserts and not, and not that. But you know who was like that um, to a degree? French Adam. So when French Adam lived with Natalie and I for, for yeah, that year. but he year, liked pastries and stuff, you know? Well, that's what I mean. Like, his comfort food, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, like, in terms of, like, just the thought of somebody hauling out a fucking head of lettuce, he oh, actually God. did that shit. Oh, like, he'd God. buy romaine hearts, and he'd buy cucumbers, and he wouldn't cut them up to make a salad. He literally, like, I, I, he'd come home from work, and I'd come down from my office, and, and Adam would be in the, in the kitchen, and he'd have, like, a fucking cucumber in one hand and a head of romaine lettuce in the other, and he's just fucking eating them raw dog. And I was Damn. like, bro, what are you doing? Put something on that shit, bro. What are you doing? At least make a salad out of it. He's like, nah, too lazy. And he'd just like eat that shit straight. And then he'd walk like 20 kilometers to work. And I was like, God damn, bro, God calm down. Damn. Slow nah. down. If I'm having comfort food, 
I want to feel guilty as I'm eating it. You yes. Know? Like, I want to be like, I shouldn't be eating this right now, but fuck it. It a makes me feel good because I'm shit. a miserable sack of shit. And I'm going to have my brownies with ice cream. Two scoops, bitch. Mm. And don't look at me wrong while I'm doing it. Period. <laughs> That's how Question. I feel about comfort food. Brownie, brownie, what type of brownie are we talking? Is it just like a standard brownie cooked all the way through? Partial cook where the inside's a little partial. bit a little bit gooey? Partial. Or do you like a lava cake? No, no. No, no. Not lava cake. Okay. Um, that's a little bit too, too rich runny? for me. Yeah, too runny. I like it nice little hardish on the top. Yep. You break into it. It's moist in the middle. Mm. Just like a little like bit stick of stick to the roof of your mouth, yes. kind of? Yes. The stuff. And then it's the, it's the type of shit that you can get that stays together when you, when you scoop it with ice cream as well. So you've got like, oh, yeah. you've got some brownie on there and some ice cream sitting in the back ass end of it. Yes. And it goes in, shit's hitting the top of your mouth. The vanilla ice cream is melting and hitting the back of your throat like a fucking cum shot. <laughs> and it's going down and it's fucking delicious. It's warm but cold at the same time. Give me all of that. Yes. All of it. All of it. And if you don't watch, if, if I don't watch it, I'll eat the whole fucking pan. I could go through the whole goddamn thing. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It is Give difficult to that. stop. It is difficult to Damn stop. Damn near impossible. That's why when I had people around, I'm like, oh, you want a piece? You want it? I, I want people to have pieces because it, the, the more that is there, I'm going to end up eating it. I'm going to end up eating it. I will eat brownies with ice cream every single night if it's in the fridge. I, I might not eat it all in one sitting, but if we if if Kayla makes fucking homemade brownies. 72 hours. Gone. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> Because I'm the type of guy to be supper time. You know what? Maybe I'll have a little fucking piece of that at the end of the oh, supper. Yeah. And then oh. I'm laying in bed watching Succession. You know what? Maybe I'll have a little fucking piece of that <laughs> with some ice cream. And then, you know, if I, it could be breakfast time for Christ's sake. And I've had some oh, yeah. eggs and bacon. And I'm like, you know what? Just a small, you know, I won't even. Let me Wash just put it down. The spoon, let me just put the spoon in there. I'll just take a fucking bite. I'll do what. If it's in there, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> It's I'm like I'm like that with so much shit. That's why I don't keep any of it in the house. Like as soon like I'll, I'll finish breakfast, mm, tastes like dessert. Finish yep. lunch, dessert time. Dinner, yep. dessert time. Before <laughs> yeah. bed, dessert time. And I'll just yep. go over to start fucking taking. Like M bought this bag of of chocolate covered blueberries and and acai berries, mm, and she hasn't gone. eaten more than like four of them. And I have been fucking. Crushing the handful, bag, handful. Hand, every time you go upstairs, I gotta have some. Just a handful. Just Next a couple. Thing, it's gone. Yeah. yeah, it's like me with Miss Vicky's chips. They'll be in the pantry every time I go upstairs <laughs> to grab some water, take a piss. I just put my hand in there, and I just got a handful. And I, by the time I get downstairs, gone. it's gone. <laughs> and then I go back. Oh, my water's out. I guess I gotta go upstairs. Well, oh Ms. Vicky's. no, Miss Vicky's. Oh shit, my bad. Next thing you know, whole <laughs> bag gone in a day. Gone. Yep, and then Kale's like, "Where's all the Miss Vickies?" Should have got in on them. You should have. You should have waited. Should have got in. You knew. You knew what you got into. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Let's grab one more before we do some Starcraft. Uh, let's see here. Um, Kevin Peterson, what's the worst sickness you've ever experienced, Mister Black? I don't think I've ever been like super super sick like I've never uh, been like I've never been like hospitalization sick that's for no, sure no neither have I 
There was one um, time I was close because it was it was strep throat, but I didn't think it was strep, and I let it go so long that it almost mm, did yeah, require. Yeah, and so it was that was close, and that was also the highest fever I ever had was during strep, where it was like 104. Uh, yeah. For a couple hours, and I was delirious as fuck. I tried to get up to go use the washroom. And I almost like immediately upon standing, like partial blackout. Like it was just like absolutely instantaneous. So like that's probably it. That and yeah. I had one really bad, legitimate twenty-four hour like stomach flu type thing. High fever, couldn't keep anything in me. Just projectile vomit. Um, and that was when I was young, like ten or eleven or something. Also high fever with that one. But in general, yeah. it's rare for me to be like, like I'll have a man flu where I'm salty, I'm grumpy, and I'm like I feel like dog water, but I'm not like dying on a couch yeah. or something. Uh, but it's not it's not that common, thankfully. And so far, no no COVID either. Knock on, knock on fucking wood. Yeah, I mean, I had COVID. It's it was whatever. Um, I've had way worse flus. Um, I'll go uh, uh, probably when I was just younger. I had really bad heat stroke once. Mm. Um, oh, heat stroke fuck, fucking fuck me sucks. Up, fuck me up real bad. Um, when I was a, it was when I was a kid. So you, power you're just puking, you have no fucking, energy, like nothing, just gone zap zero, dehydrated shits. I mean, you name it. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. And you're never hungry. Like it's the worst part. You have no energy, but you can't eat. You can't drink. You're just dying. It's <laughs> just yeah. laying on the floor. Uh, yeah. I, I would say I would say the heat stroke was probably the the sickest I've been. Like I, I was a kid, and I remember how sick I was, um, as a kid. So, but I, once again, I, I, I've, I'm very fortunate. Like you know, we're sitting here talking about having heat stroke and, and a flu, and there's people that are like you it's know, way worse than really, that, really, really sick. So you, you know, know bad been, chest infections and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I was lucky yeah. to never really be in that category. Thankfully, yeah. um, I will do this one last one just real quick because it is it is related to your trip. Doctor Samurai asked. Uh, Jeff, did you witness the Britney Spears slap while you were in Vegas? I didn't, but I heard about it. I heard about the slap. Uh, there Explain was like what some... that was. I didn't see anything about this. Okay, so there was this. There's this new prospect that's going into the NBA. Um, Mr. Oh, Miyagi I actually... did see that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Wembenyama's uh, fucking bodyguard like pushed yes. her back when she was like yeah. running after him. Exactly. Uh, Miyagi went to the game uh, with his boys. Uh, which apparently he didn't play all that well, but he also... Uh, the next game, this- ironically, he fucking, like, crushed it. Oh, did he? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, well, yeah he did. There was a lot of eyes on him, and then oh, he had yeah. that whole thing with Brittany. Um, one thing that was crazy while I was there, I guess w- when I was leaving, there was, like, a hostage situation at Caesars. What? Yeah, and a guy apparently had a gun and took a girl hostage in the in the hotel room and then smashed uh, the the one of the big glass... Um, and started throwing all the furniture out of the Jesus. Out of and everybody was like going crazy and running around. And uh, I don't know exactly what happened. Obviously, they got the guy or, or whatnot. So that oh, happened. Damn. And then there was another dude that was like super high, apparently, like somebody drugged him or something. And okay. then he was uh, he was running around the casino stark naked and jumping up on tables and like fucking doing the helicopter and shit. What, so like, you, did you see that? I didn't see it. No. Oh, okay. One thing that I did see that uh, Helly and I were like, "What the fuck?" For whatever reason, this time around, I saw a lot of guns. Like a lot of guns. Like, oh, what well, did they go open carry recently? Like, oh, they, they just definitely, like it's definitely open carry. So I don't yeah. know if it's new or what. I I remember I remember years ago I saw this fucking old cowboy dude that had to have been from like Texas, 
and he was, uh, it was when I was in the Rio, and he was walking around, and he had dropped a revolver. I mean, the fucking nose on the thing was, like, that long, and, I, and it was, like, one of the first times, I've seen guns before, but, like, it was one of the first times I've seen a gun, like, in public, like, yeah, on yeah. display, and I was like, whoa, fuck, and I was like, I was, and I remembered, okay, I'm in America, this is, this is normal. <laughs> this time around, dude. Everyone. Like, Dude, and and the the I'm gonna be that guy, right? I I hate to be that guy. Did you feel it. safer or less safe with all of the guns around you? I didn't. I mean, I, it wasn't necessarily that. I mean, it definitely makes you think that like you never want to start shit there. Like if yeah. somebody bumps into you or like is mouthing off, like just don't don't engage because you just don't know. Like escalation is a, them, right? is a problem. Like, yeah. And in America, you just claim self-defense. Right. And it's just like, you could be dead. Right. Just, it's all up for interpretation. But, um, dude, I don't know what it is, man, but there was a bunch of these black hoodlum dudes that are, that are like walking up and down the strip and they would just have their fucking guns. Like they're their baggy pants, like thinking they're like from the fucking, maybe they are from the hood, but it's like, dude, you're <laughs> on the fucking Las Vegas strip. Like, uh, Helly and I, we were walking back to our hotel from like towards from Planet Hollywood. And there was a guy, no joke. There was a guy, black dude, baggy fucking pants, like just little hood rat looking fuck. And um, he's he's on a scooter, like a scooter, like, like a moped scooter, like a moped scooter. Uh, okay, right? all right. And and in his back pocket hanging like not in a not in like one of the fucking holsters or anything in his ass pocket on his in his shorts was a glock with an extendo mag about that fucking long oh and like anybody, a 30 round fucking mag or something yeah shit? anybody at any time could have easily just grabbed the gun i mean it was fucking hanging <laughs> out the back of his and this I'm shit could have myself, fallen out of his pants yeah dude i'm i'm like what the fuck like what in the actual fuck and, you know, people are taking their kids. Like, you got fucking people just walking up and down the strip, and you've got this fucking dude zooming around in a fucking crowd uh, at night with a fucking Glock with an extendo mag sitting there almost half out of his pants. I'm like, man, what Merca? That, that you just don't it's a crazy. If you saw that here. If you saw that here, bro, that'd be it. People, well, people, people would be calling the police immediately. They would lose their minds, bro. Yeah. They would lose their fucking minds and honestly but, i'd rather be in that situation i feel like i don't want to be desensitized to a dude with a fucking no. like 20 30 round mag fucking uh handgun yeah. and i hate to be that guy but like the dude looked like trouble you know what i mean and i you know you say can say you that want. i'm black so i don't yeah. give a fuck you know call yeah. me racist i don't give a shit but like if you look like you're a hood rat and you've got a fucking glock with an extendo mag hanging out your pants and your pants are around your fucking basically where your balls are and all you see is boxers and glock and you're on a fucking scooter no helmet no nothing scooting around going fucking 15 kilometers an on hour and on a on a strip with thousands of people yeah i'm sorry but you're you, you're not a person i want to know like at all <laughs> And no. it would make me feel better if you just weren't here. Like, if you were to just go wherever you came from and go scoot around there. So, like, yeah. But at the same time, like, I have to not be ignorant about it because, like, it's their country. I, it's what they do. And I just, I have to just keep my mouth shut. If I don't like it, then just don't visit, right? But, like, this time, for whatever reason, it was way worse than... I've ever seen it in Vegas. Like uh, I, th I think uh, maybe I don't. It could have been another state, but I like it. Just sounds like my brain like wants to remember that they went like at least one state went just full blown open 
yeah. open carry recently. It certainly had to have been Vegas with the amount of guns that were just shown. It's one thing to have a concealed weapon. Like, you could have a gun on you, but, like, you can't see it. Yeah. But just open, just... It would almost be like, if you're, like, also maybe just make it, at least make it so that people had to have it in a in some sort of fucking holster like holster something it's so you hanging. can't just walk hanging so you can't just walk just up like, and just <laughs> i could have just went like that no joke anybody in that crowd could have easily just taken that gun with the extended clip and bad things could have happened it's like what what's going on here man what's going on so anyway that's my rant but overall I had fun i love vegas there it's you just go. certain things you see right it's just like you're just culture shock i'm just not used to it i'm fucking from nova scotia you know what i mean like you know, different animal, completely different animal, so different animal, but it is what it is. Um, well, on that note, it's time for us to go cast some Starcraft while you still have some time, Mr. Black. And so that yeah. is exactly what we're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by for this podcast. Uh, bless. We'll see you next week, uh, for another. And then, uh, what is this next week? Yeah. So you're going to get one next week. 27th is tentative because that's like right up all around the time where I'm leaving. Uh, and then you're going to have three weeks. Mm. Jeff and I, Jeff and I will pre-record Starcraft. Yeah. But we'll for have the a podcast, Starcraft ready. Yeah. You're going to have three weeks, possibly four, depending on when we come back. Cause I don't know why I can't, I don't know what day of the week it is. And I'm going to be fucked coming back. Uh, you, you'll have to live without the podcast and just, you know, find something else to do. Like, uh, I don't know. Fucking, uh, I have nothing to clever to say. I'll see you next week, and so will Jeff. We'll see you then. Maybe, Until then. maybe I'll, hey guys, maybe I'll boot up the podcast. Huh? Solo maybe cast, a, Jeff. Yes, maybe I'll do a solo podcast. You guys yes. ready for that shit? Hundred percent. Are y'all ready for that shit? I've, I've, I would, I'm doing I need to it see at it. least one week, at least once. I I'm the tiger. It happen. Solo <laughs> podcast where there'll be no game news. We're just gonna <laughs> talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Just wake up and talk about some shit. There you go. Until then, stay safe, have a good one out there, and peace! Peace!